This is Donnie Tuttle, the Sell Anywhere trainer, coach, and practitioner. Welcome to the only podcast designed for the remote sales professional and the remote leader, helping you live with more joy, more freedom, and more productivity. We believe that your talent is not limited to your zip code and that you can build the life that you want while selling from anywhere. What is up, Selling Where listeners? Uh, I have, through the power of others, through the power of networking, um, connected with someone who describes himself as a super connector. We'll, we'll, we'll find out what that means in a little while. But before you tell us what you do, Nate Pio, welcome to the show, man. Tell us, what do you love? Thanks for having me on. What do I love? That's a pretty, pretty open, open-ended question. Um, I love, I guess, a lot of things. I love meeting people. I love connecting with people. I love interesting stories. I like different ideas. Um, yeah, I guess I, I love it all like that. So uh, I'm, I'm assuming that that curiosity is, is, is that what led you to do? what it is that you do, because uh, not everyone gets to figure out who they love and, and, and what they love doing, but it feels like you actually get to serve in the realm of your genius, would you say? What do you do, man? What do I do? Um, yeah, I, th- I didn't intentionally uh, tr- try to start out down this path. I think naturally I was pretty introverted um, and going out and meeting new people kind of made me very, very uncomfortable. But as I was developing my career over like the last 20 years, like I started off with making friends that I worked with in a regular basis. And then like you started branching out to people within your industry. And then over like the last three to five years, I started expanding this networking thing a lot more um, to, to a bigger network of people, people still kind of industry related, but, but across the nation instead of just localized to, to where I live in Southern California. And I remember going into my first trade show, um, really, really nervous about that. I didn't know anybody and it was, it was like really uncomfortable and it kind of like stressed me out. And then I went through the process and I met some cool people and I was like, Oh, that wasn't as bad as I thought it was. And I just continued to get involved going to more trade shows, more events. And I started going with a, a colleague of mine to some events. And we had this like, like tag team networking, super connection going on. And we were having just like a ton and ton of fun. We we're meeting all these awesome people. And then we'd start seeing them around at the events um, throughout the year. And we started kind of go from people that were just complete strangers to, um, like really good friends of ours that lived across the country. We, and it was always like this big family reunion. So I started kind of identifying like, Hey, I've also noticed that while my network was growing, I had a bigger resource of tools of the trades to do my job. And so I was like, Hey, why don't I just kind of see what happens if I expand this, this network of people and really get, uncomfortable or get comfortable with being uncomfortable i should say Mm. and and meet people from all walks of life and this like bigger like idea of if you you're kind of open to meeting people and you know it's going to lead you to opportunities you wouldn't have had otherwise been exposed to like why not try to meet more and more people and just see where things go so that led me down this path of doing a podcasting and kind of going what i call all in on growing a personal network and just being very open to meeting people from all walks of life, different ideas and just see where it kind of shakes out. And then that kind of like spun into doing a podcast as, as part of this tool is like, instead of always going out to find people, having a place for people to find me in a sense, I, I always go back to this story that Gary Vaynerchuk was talking about why people should have a podcast is remember that cool kid. Oh, sorry. Remember that kid that wasn't so cool in high school that had um, his parents went away for the weekend and he'd have the parties at his house. And then the cool kids would come to his house. And because of that, he default became cool. That's what like a podcasting is. It allows you to reach people um, that you might not have always had access to that wouldn't have taken your phone calls and do all that stuff. So that's why I was like, Hey, I've got a podcast. And then through the course of all this, I've just been like really getting outside of my comfort zone. So now when I talk to people, I say, I'm, I'm introverted and I, I don't um, like it, it really, 
is a struggle to go out to a place where I don't know people and meet people. They're like, no way, really? You're, you're, you seem so extroverted. I was like, well, I've just been like forcing myself to do it so much that it becomes like a skill that gets better and better, like anything we do. And, and I just changed my mindset of like, Hey, what are other people going to think about me to like, Hey, this is an opportunity to chat with somebody that I've never met before. And who knows where this is going to go and what friendships might become of it. I, I, I love that. And, and by the way, like how much does it serve you that you're naturally a curious person? Because Nate, if we come at it from the other way of like we approach networking or we approach a podcast by what am I going to get out of it? And we, we approach right self-centric mm-hmm. in, in that it's, it's, it's not that that's, that's not what's going to break down barriers and cause people to be open with you and be real people. No, not at all. It's like when I first heard, started hearing about like, oh, you got to go networking or you got to go to mixers. It, it sounds like, oh, I got to go and I got to trade cards with people and I got to do a business transaction with people right there. And, and that's, I think, a real scary to a lot of people. But when yes. you start going with a mindset of like, hey, stop worrying about collecting cards just go no no remember everybody's nervous like everybody's there to meet people and everybody's nervous so don't feel nervous if you have to go talk to somebody because they're nervous too so be that person you want to come up to you and say hi go and introduce yourself to somebody make them feel comfortable make them feel welcome and then you're going to start meeting people and you're going to start having interactions and you're going to build a friendship and a relationship and that may or may not lead to business right then and there. And it may or may not lead to business with that exact person, but it's going to benefit everybody in the long run. And then when I first started really seeing the power of personal relationships was not the the person I met and what I could do for them or what they could do for me. It was more like, hey, you have a problem. I know somebody in my network. Yes. Let me get them and introduce you to them. And then I'm connecting two people that are both having synergies and lifted up. And they both go, wow, you know, thanks for the introductions. It was, it was really great. And then I, I feel like, hey, I'm, I'm serving a purpose. That makes me really happy to see other people succeed. And I started getting a sense of fulfillment. And I was like, I need to do more of that. And so it's, it's really about making connections so that you can be this, this center point of somebody says, hey, I have a problem. Like, I have a solution for you. Here's a person that can help. Here's a person that can help. And, and, and I'm sure that there's been reciprocation from that, right? It's, it's interesting, Nate. I've, I've worked with people in the sales world or, you know, they run sales teams or whatever. And a lot of times the biggest business that they get, right, it's, it's, it's referrals. How do I get more referrals? And what you just described is actually something I try to do literally almost every day of my existence. I will send a bomb bomb video connecting two people that I feel like need to be connected. And a lot of times it happens from exactly this. We do a podcast. I'm like, ah, you need to know this person or that person or whatever. And and I'm just saying this personally, that when I give, it makes it a whole lot easier for me to, for me to ask as well. Like you're, you're making deposits, Mm -hmm. um, you know, before you're making withdrawals. And it's not just about the ask. It's not because I want to ask, but it's because I genuinely want to do something good for others. How, what are some of the, like, again, not that this is a results centered type of a action, but have you seen results from doing that personally? Oh, oh, for sure. I think there's, there's this level of karma that if you do good, it's going to come back to you tenfold. So if you go out and you're doing, th- if I'm doing something nice for you with this, I'm keeping score and I may come back and say, Hey, remember when I did this nice thing for you? It like I, yeah. it doesn't work. And people sense that people feel it. But when you're just genuinely like, Hey, I want to make, I want to help you out. I can introduce you to this person or I can do this thing for you, regardless of what it is that like it carries its weight in gold. And if, if you said, you know, I might say like you, you might ask me for a favor and I'm just like, yeah, sure. No problem. I'll introduce you to this person I know, or I'll, I'll help you out with this little task and not even think twice about it. But you might go and tell 20 other people like, Hey, Nate went out of his way and, and did this really great thing for me. And it really you know, and did something for me that really made a huge difference. For me, it was a very simple thing of like, hey, this guy's going to call you, just take his phone call. And for you, it's like this huge connection that opens a lot of ton of doors for you. So it's like, not the big deal for me, but a huge deal for you. You're going to go out and tell a lot more people about it. And they're going to be like, hey, I'm really interested in what that person does. And then there's going to come a time when 
I'm going to need something and you might not know it. Like I might not directly ask you for it, but you'd say like, Hey, I know he told me in the past that he's on this path to do this one thing. And I finally met somebody that can really make a difference in him. I'm going to reach out and connect him to that person. It just, it just kind of comes around naturally and it might not happen immediately. It might not happen forever, but it, 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 it tends to, when you do good things, come back to you. What's up, you wandering slayer of sales? Hey, listen, if you know anything about me, you know that I am a teacher and I believe in sharing experience, right? That's what this whole podcast is about. Well, I've actually taken all of the best stuff from the people I've interviewed on this podcast and other places and all of the people I've coached around the world and my own experience. Listen, two and a half years of bumping my head and doing it wrong finally gave me a formula that helped me to be able to not only go out there and crush my schedule when my office was only a 10 feet commute, (laughs) but also to be more effective than anyone else that's out there. Listen, if you can sell anywhere, you can sell everywhere. And so this is a course for a mastery of those who are without an office or those who are aspiring to be without an office. So go ahead and go over to donnytuttle.com right now. And you're going to see right there in the, uh, in the header there, you're going to see some information about the new sell anywhere course. And guess what? You get the first one for free. So go check it out right now. Donnytuttle.com. And now back to the show. Dude, it, it absolutely does. It absolutely does. Now I'm going to, I'm going to see, I, I, I feel like that what, what we probably both have experienced in the world of podcasting might be, might be similar. Again, I think when you come at this thing with a heart to serve and to, and to love and to connect with people and just be curious about them, um, it generates, it, it generates a lot of really good things. Now you professionally do one thing and your podcast is another, and I, like I, most people, I don't think would connect those dots. Can you can you describe that? Um, well, yeah. So my I have a a, a nine to five. I have a a, a job um, that's I'm a professional buyer for a real estate development company. So one, people are like, why are you um, so open to meet people? Usually buyers are on the other side of the table. They don't go out to meet a bunch of people because they don't want people knocking on their doors and taking calls and getting a million emails. And I, I view it as a different approach. I'm like, hey, how can you not know what's going on in the industry if you're not talking to to as many people as you can. You're not talking to the competitors of the products you're using. You're not out there seeing what um, the trends are happening and who's got the best price. You know, so it's like you have to be, you have to have your your ear to the ground and listening to see what's going on in the market. And meeting with more people helps you do that. And sometimes you might be like, I've done this in the past where I might be kind of close-minded about meeting with somebody and they 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 like, okay, I'm in a meeting with you at 10 o'clock. I'm looking at your resume and says, okay, you work for this one company. I'm like, I don't, I don't think we use anything. I don't even know who this company is and I don't work with their products. And then they, we start talking and you find out like they're this huge conglomerate company that sells like five products we do use. I'm like, oh, I didn't know that. Like, and like, what else you got? And like, how can we work to some, some structure, some deal? So for me, even though like networking and my my day job aren't necessarily like they're two separate things of of what I'm doing, I still think they're very interacted pertinent. and very they're they're still pertinent. And also, even though I'm kind of like casting a bigger net of meeting people like well outside of my industry, I don't think it it's it's um has its shortcomings is that it's not focused enough on what my job is because we never knew who we're going to meet and who we're going to make a difference to and i've met people that are like hey i know i know somebody over here you really really need to meet that's involved in the industry and and we've made good connections and been able to do something fantastic so i'm not limited to just the industry or just what somebody's at and i've been proven anytime i have doubt that like I'm like, oh, I don't always need to meet these people. They have nothing to offer. I've been proven wrong so many times. And I'm just like, I just got to get out of my way and just, just like, kind of like, Hey, sometimes, sometimes you have bad meetings and sometimes they're not like something that's going to, um, 
do e- either of you favors, but if you're very open-minded that you're just like, Hey, what's up? What's going on? Let's have a conversation. Sometimes these people become your friends. Sometimes they're just people you make acquaintances with, but you, you just never know who, who's going to be that person that makes a huge impact in your life or vice versa. So, so t- uh, have you, how long, I want to hear about all in, in just, a minute, <laughs> but one thing that, that's happened for me personally, first off, the network of people opens up my, has opened up my mind to so many opportunities and possibilities that I would never have otherwise even known existed mm-hmm. or, or I would have counted myself out for without thinking like, you know, without thinking it was a possibility. That's one thing. The other thing is asking questions, right? To have a podcast. And I don't, I, I uh, will jump in and listen to all in. So I want to hear what it's about, but if you're interviewing people, the process of being genuinely curious and, and helping mm-hmm. them to tell their story that shows up. Have you seen that show up in a lot of other areas or is it just me? It does show up in a lot of areas. One, um, I think it, it helps you talk about things other than maybe what you're primarily known for. So a lot of times I would be known for, my job and I would meet somebody that was selling me something and I would know them for their job. And so there's like this, like a little bit of a wall up is this like, okay, we, we just have this transactional relationship between us and you're probably going to try to sell me something that I don't really need to buy. I already buy it from somebody else. And you're not going to have like a real compelling argument to just be like, in, in reality, like not to generalize what people are selling, but most people are selling a commodity and there's like slight variances in their product and the marketing that just like, Hey, your widget's just slightly better than my widget. But at the end of the day, like, and I'm in construction, it's like, you're all selling doors. Like if right. you weren't a national manufacturer, like there, there's not a lot, like a lot of yeah. difference between the door. It's a door. Yeah. Um, but all of a sudden, if you start opening up a side of you, that's not related to this, this, business persona and i started like i'll I'll give you a true example is i started talking about um my relationship with alcohol because i was always going to all these trade shows and there's always an open bar and i would drink and i'd not like to get like hammered sloppy drunk and be passed out missing work not like bottom of the barrel alcoholic but i was like i'm sure drinking a lot more than i probably should i'm probably drinking two or three to five drinks every night. And then like every time I'd kind of like, go, oh, I need to cut back. I'd be like, oh crap, there's this event tonight or there's this one this weekend. And so if I drink three nights out of the week at an event, then I was like, what's the big deal about a fourth night at home or a fifth night on the weekend? And so it was just kind of like expanding to this, like constantly consuming more alcohol than I really felt like it was doing me good health-wise. So I started talking about like, hey, I was going to go, um, dry for 75 days and as soon as i started like posting about this publicly like on linkedin and and instagram a ton of people in the industry just in in other aspects of life not just not just my my business i reached out they said hey i feel the same way like i'm going to these events and i feel this obligation that i need to be drinking but i don't really feel like i i i need to i just it's just kind of what we do and there's so many and i feel weird if i don't and and you there's you kind of like open yourself up to this other conversation and all of a sudden somebody that you thought was like, Oh, we're across the table. We're talking about this. They reach out to me and say, Hey, what your story resonates with me. And here's my story. And then all of a sudden we're connecting on this like relatable level. That has nothing to do with business. Yeah. I'm like, geez, like I didn't know this about you. And I never would have like thought to ask you about this. I would have never known we would have had a connection. Then this friendship builds up. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh yeah, let's talk about business. Like the doors, like there may not be a business opportunity right there, but all of a sudden it's just like, hey, like we're friends now. Like we can converse about things and we can talk about things and maybe we can work, help each other out. Or maybe we just have to, you know, trade, trade some connections with some other people to get you in front of people that can help you out. So I just think, you learn to be more vulnerable. You learn to be more relatable and authentic. I mean, that word gets used a lot, but it's just like, hey, people like people who they relate to. That's how we have friends. And when you're friends with people, you tend to do business with people you like. So it's just about being more open and approachable. And people go, hey, I didn't know you like that. But if they, if like, if I know you like something I'm interested in, it's an easier way to start having a conversation. That's that's so interesting. I I think that the perceived method, Nate, in the past 
was that if I show you that I'm impenetrable and I'm invulnerable, then you will want to be like me. Mm -hmm. But that actually normally distances people from us. And really we're, we are in the age of like when you're real and like, first off, that's what draws people to you. Mm -hmm. Next off there, there's this, there's this element. And now I, I like, I really want to like, I want to go into the all in thing because this, your podcast sounds more like a personal challenge. Yes. That, that you decided enough is enough. I, I get to this place, but it's like, Oh, I forget. Oh gosh. How am I, how am I drawing a blank? Mar uh, something Thompson or Marianne something. Anyway, it was the, the idea that we're giving people permission to do what we're doing. We're setting up, we're liberating others by, by shining like we should. And like if there is a great quote, I'll put it in the show notes because I, I, love, <laughs> I love it so much. I can't remember it. But, um, but the reality is, is we are giving people permission to be um, like our actions give others permission, right? Yes. Talk to me about all in. Talk to me about when you notice you kept getting to the line and backing down. I guess give me the dark moment and then give me the decision. I want to hear it, man. Yeah. So for me, all in was this idea. Well, it's not really an idea, but back up like maybe 10 years ago. And I started like Instagram was just coming out. LinkedIn was just coming out. I think Facebook had been up for a bit. And, and I was involved with different things. Like I was involved with like, CrossFit and fitness for a while and I was involved with the wine shop and so I was I'd always had this idea of being entrepreneurial or do something that like really would help others or build something from from scratch and it'd be successful and I would get to this point where like okay now I gotta I gotta do promotion I gotta post stuff on Facebook or social media or YouTube videos and I'd make like like when we had the wine shop, I'd make these YouTube videos. I'd be like, I don't know nearly enough about why to be talking about this stuff. I'm just a, I just know slightly more than somebody that's drinking box wine. So like, who am I to, to shed a light and talk about like this thing? So I, I would let my own fear and insecurities get me down. So as soon as I'd get kind of like out there, I'd pull it back and I'd delete everything. And I did that like, like I can think three, four times in my life where I really wanted to be able to serve more people in a bigger capacity and really make a difference. And I just go, Oh geez, who am I to like say this? So I, I could always pull myself down and get sick to my stomach. Um, and I just abandoned it. I'd be like, this is just too much work. It's, it's, it's for other people to do. But then a little bit later, it kind of creep back in this itch. Would back in. I need to do it. I need to do it. Cause and part of it like goes looking back says, Hey, that was probably not the right path, but it's teaching you along the journey. Like, Hey, you can't ignore this thing that you're, you feel called to do. So you're just going to have to figure it out. So, uh, maybe about, gosh, it's probably been about nine months ago. Um, one of my friends from the building industry, she starts posting all this stuff about becoming a life coach. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, I know you as sales agent superstar, like you're going to abandon your career and go be a life coach. Like what happened? Like, did you lose your mind? So I started seeing her post all this stuff and she was just so bold with it. And so like, I was like, props to you because like, I could never do that, but I just got curious. I was like, I got to talk to you about like, how did you just like, decide you wanted to share this side of yourself that has nothing to do with your business persona and like how's that like journey been so we got together and we just started talking about it over lunch and she was like talking about how she was insecure and how she had been kind of like doing all these these tasks and stuff to kind of prepare her for this this openness about what it was that she was going to be doing and i was just amazed by her story of just getting out of her own way and and she was totally this person that like super outgoing super full of energy and so if you met her you would have been like oh there's no reason why this wasn't easy for you to do because that's who you are and she's like no like this is hard work she called it um uh, the social media post hangover where you write something kind of exposing yourself and you post it. And then like immediately after you're like, Oh, that was a bad idea. I got to do that. <laughs> you take it down. I was like, I've been there. I know that she's like, you just got to start kind of like pushing yourself out there a bit more. And, and I had, and I had had this idea in my head of, of wanting to do more and wanting to get connected to more people and, and especially kind of help others. Um, I had a, uh, an, an interest in helping and advising startup businesses. And I had kind of done a little bit of it um, 
on the side of, you know, getting plugged in with some, some events, some pitch contests and stuff like that. So I kind of got plugged into the, to the ecosystem there and I was getting to know people, but I would put a lot of effort into it. And I was like, back to doing more of that. I also wanted to go and, and talk about like a message. And I was like, what, what is my, my message? What is my voice? Mm. And I was like, do I just want to post like motivational quotes and just be like, ruha, ruha. And I was like, no, I'm, I'm not really that like, but I am passionate about connecting people with other people. I'm passionate about networking and I'm passionate about helping other businesses. So I'm like, why don't I kind of combine this all and at the same time, document it from the beginning and just say, look, hey, if you want to go get started at something, you you have to start with day one and you're going to suck at it. Like even if you go look at people that have become really, really big in, in the motivational space, like Gary Vaynerchuk's a, a good example that I always go back to because everybody knows him for the super mega star that he is on social media and business coaching advice. But when I started our wine shop, I used to go watch his wine library TV videos to like figure out how to make the YouTube videos that I was going to make. And I was like, these things are terrible. Like if you go huh. watch his like first 10, it's like a camcorder sitting at a table and it's not highly edited. It's just him talking. And I mean, they're, they're, they're good videos and like the sense of his energy, but they're not like these highly produced amazing right. things that right. people think like, Oh, I can't get started unless I have like everything perfect. It's like, you just grab something, you just go. So I was like, I'm going to do this one because I'm not, I'm, I'm going to go all in. I'm just going to say, you have to do this because it feels uncomfortable. You're going to give it a set amount of time. Like there's no sense of banging your head against the wall just because it, it, it you should, but if it hurts and it's really fine, it's not working for you. Like you, you should pivot and do something else, but don't give up too soon at the same time. So I was like, we're going to do it for, for a long period of time. Um, and we're not going to let our fears get us in. So even if you feel like you should pull something down, you're just going to let it ride and sit it up there and you're going to, and you find that these things that you're scared of don't, don't matter. And then I think what you're trying to allude to with your quote was like, you're setting an example for others when you put yourself out there with nothing and just build and grow. Cause then people are going to go, Hey, I remember when you had, when you're just getting started and you didn't know what you're doing and you were just learning as you go and you showed people like, Hey, if I can do it, you can do it like and somebody else might be inspired to take that leap um of faith and and get out there and try it as well and why not just show like hey everybody sucks when they start at something like you're gonna get only get better if you start doing it more and more and the more you do it the more people you're going to meet that are in this space with you you're gonna learn from them you're gonna get introduced to people that are really good and all of a sudden like if you just keep showing up for an extended period of time you might get kind of good at it and you might like it and you might meet some people you never saw you'd ever met before so I, it's been a very short journey for me so far in the sense that like I started like mindset preparing for about nine months ago started kind of like in prepping myself to do a podcast and through through December and then January I started recording podcasts and probably uh, about six seven weeks ago I launched the podcast and I've been like meeting tons and tons of people. I'm like, geez, the amount of crazy stuff and fun people I've met and ideas I've been exposed to in like this short three, four month period, especially with like coronavirus going on too, has oh, been yeah. amazing. Like what's it going to be like in three to five years? And I've talked to like podcasters that have been doing it three to five years or longer. And they're like, oh yeah, your life is going to change so much. You're going to be places you never thought possible. So it's just kind of like this documentation of all in. Hey, we're gonna, we're just gonna know that the journey's gonna be fun. We don't know where the destination's gonna take us, and but we're not gonna like hold ourselves back. We're just gonna get on the boat and ride with it. I, I thank you, man, for that. I, I, uh, I think, I think all of us can identify Nate with with that line, right? It's like we get to something, we feel like we could do it. But we're not totally sure, so we kind of like we we back up and, and mm -hmm. we have those moments of if I, if I step across the line, everyone's gonna see, you know. Yeah. And it's like there's there's simultaneously inside of all of us that desire to be hidden, but also to be seen. Like we we want both. Mm -hmm. Can't have them both, but but you know I, I I almost wonder. It's like how you said you're like the the life coach that you're talking about. You only saw her one way, 
Mm -hmm. And sometimes I think we can build up those identities for ourselves, right? Where it's like, you only see yourself as that way. So who am I to go be this? Mm -hmm. That's for these other people. Like, oh, this just doesn't feel, it feels, it feels weird. And so I think as we're evolving, it's, it's, it, it is like, we have to go through weird. Like yeah. no one is a good looking adult that wasn't an awkward looking teen. So it's like, <laughs> um, it's just, a, it's just a reality. What talk to me, man, I, I don't know. I, 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 I want to stay on the courage of, of that, but also there's a, there's a parallel to the, to the world that you've lived in and learned to thrive in this, this networking part. And you go to a networking event and where, where are most people, where do they go to? They go right to the bar usually. Stand in the corner. But what I noticed that they're, they're avoiding is that I feel like they're, they're avoiding actual real human interaction. They are. Right. And talk to us though about hopefully networking, like, you know, person to person networking comes back really, really mm -hmm. soon. Um, but why, why events, why networking, whether it's online networking in, in face to, you know, face to face, why networking? And then maybe some of the, how, like how, how are we doing it wrong and how are, how can we fix some of that? Okay. Um, so networking is, is really about building personal relationships. And if you go with the idea of nobody ever did anything big by themselves. Like everybody has relied on support from others to help them get where they are, either through the experiences that brought them to that point where they're at or their coaches in their life or their team members on a business or, or other aspects. Like you need people to help you do things. Um, so when you want to be successful in your career or your business, you, you're going to need people to help you out. And I always refer to it as, as, your tool chest. So when, when, when I got first started in my career, my success was really driven on what I could individually produce and usually within that day. So sometimes you go and you say, okay, I got to, you know, enter 300 spreadsheets. Like, okay, did I get 300 done or did I not? It's very easy to see if, if your productivity was right. And if you accomplish your goals, it's, it's pass fail. But when you're when you start getting to to expand past what to be successful in your career, where you, what you, it's not just what you can individually produce, but what you need to get a team to help you produce, whether it's subcontractors, whether it's vendors, whether it's team members, whether it's uh, people that are going to buy your products, you you start having to, hey, I need to get a a bigger set of people that can help this out. So when you start going. Hey, if I have a bigger tool chest, if somebody says to me like, Hey, why, why do we want to hire you? Well, I bring a lot of value and I bring connections. I bring solutions that nobody else has access to. And like, well, how do you have these solutions? Because if you have a problem, I know who to call to get help to solve it. So I don't have to know everything, but I, I know where to go to find the answers. And so if, if you have these connections with people, you're able to solve more problems. So that's why I think people have to go out and network is because you can't do it alone. You can't be on an island. And at the very least, you never know what's going to happen. You may lose your job and, you, and, and networking helps you find your next one. Or you may be looking to fill a position and networking helps you find that, that person that's going to come onto your team. So I always say, you just have to do it. You should start soon because you can't go out and make a network happen in one event. You can't ha have it happen in one day. It takes years and years and years to really build something up that you're going to see that 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 impact which is weird because when you first are starting out and it's like hey it's what i individually do this is what's going to help i can see my results sometimes you don't see the results of the connections you made for two three four five years down the road and then you go back and you're like holy crap if i hadn't gone to that one event had it been introduced to that one person this thing i just did could not have possibly happened like it's it it's really revolves around that pivotal moment so I, I always tell people, you got to do it. You got to spend time on it. You got to constantly put yeah. the effort in. You yeah. can't let your connections grow cold. You got to constantly reach out to people because give, give me everybody. the I, I walk into this thing like, and, and now that I'm, now that I'm here, I'm like, okay, my hands are in my pocket. Right? <laughs> yeah. You know what, Nate? Okay. So, so if you're going to go, uh, uh, mixers is usually what most people do. Um, 
you're going to get there and you're going to say, Hey, look, I'm, I'm nervous. I'm sitting in the car. Like, what am I going to do when I get in there? Who am I going to meet? I say, just stop worrying about it. Everybody there is one. They're there to meet people too. So that's one thing Two, most of them are going to be just as nervous as you are to meet people. So three, don't worry about how many people you're going to meet. And if you're going to make sales or not, all you need to do is go, Hey, if I can leave here with two people that I made a good enough connection with that I could go have a coffee with and follow up with in a, within a week or two, um, regardless of who it is, just a conversation coffee. So if I go 10 minute conversation with somebody that leads to a coffee in two weeks with two people, okay, now that's easy. So then you go in the door and you start going, where do people hang out? And don't be that person that sits in the corner, waits for somebody to say hi, because there's a lot of people that already like that. And if you're going to sit there and wait in the corner for wait for somebody to say hi to you, well, somebody else is there too that wait. So be the person that's going to go out and say hi. So I always say, go, go introduce yourself to somebody. And, and if you're thinking of something interesting to say or funny, thing, it really doesn't matter. Simple. Hello. Hey, what are you doing? Where are you from? What do you do? Works. Um, something else I like to do is, is usually people have something particular on them that they spent time getting dressed with that, that it, it means them. So if they got like really interesting shoes or like a nice watch or like a nice hat or, if, or they're wearing bow ties instead of like a tie, it's like, Hey, they deliberately did something to stand out. And so draw that, you know, say, Hey, I've noticed that stain that you brought out to your attention, you know, and, and ask them about it. A conversation starts. And the other thing is when conversations starting people, gravitate towards the energy in the room so it's very easy to to build this energy with more than one person you said but i don't know anybody here well you know what a lot of people don't know anybody either so usually what i would recommend people do it if i'm talking to you for a few minutes i'm worried like hey what if this conversation runs dry and we're like kind of awkwardly standing here and i don't know how to end it like i'll just somebody's walking by i'll be like hey who are you like have you met this person yet and then now they're talking and then this conversation is kind of leading so you're just kind of keeping the conversation going and then there's three people having this energetic conversation people are looking around the room like if those people are, are all talking they're having a good time they must be some people we need to know so all of a sudden more people are going to kind of come over to you and gravitate towards you. And you just kind of do this thing, repeat. And before you know it, that hour, hour and a half, you're supposed to be there. You've left with your two people you're going to follow up with. And the hour and a half went by. You had a good time. It wasn't so awkward. Otherwise, you're just going to go there and stand in the corner for an hour and a half, count the time down before it's, you've been there long enough and you can leave. And you're not going to get the use out of it. And then you don't want to go the next time. And then when you do that, you know, a couple times a, a month, all of a sudden, those same people, you start seeing them at the same stuff and they become not strangers. Now they're your friends. Now it's a lot easier to go and it just kind of, boom, a year from now, it, it's, it's not even hard. It's not even awkward to go and you want to just kind of like branch out and start doing that in other areas where there's different people at. This is, this is so good. And I'm, it's intriguing, by the way, Nate, that um, like to me, this is actually the parallel of all sales and selling. Right. The reality is, is that if you're worried about the sale, guess what? You're not going to get right. If, yeah, if you get the sale, like if, you, if you're walking in thinking about you, there's an energy that that puts off, and people avoid that. They mm -hmm. like there's, and um, like I, not not worrying about the sale, just but having an objective, and I think even knowing, like it's stupid for me to think that I'm going to ask a woman to marry me if I hadn't even met her yet. Mm -hmm. Right, so why would I propose a you know a twenty thousand dollar you know solution to someone that I don't know anything about them? I might think <laughs> fantasy in business, but it's well, like, right, the those, one thing that always gets people, I think, is is the use your marriage analogy is like sometimes you don't even know if I'm married or not. Like you're gonna go up and, and tell me that. like how I need to get married to you. You're like, um, how do you even know that's my problem? Like, right? <laughs> like you want to before you lead with the solution, like understand what the problem is first. But I, I love the, um, so you, you, like I kind of wrote down, number one, say hi. Like, yeah. Say hi, don't be the guy that stands there. But number two, you said to, to notice. Mm -hmm. And the reality is, is that, and this is, this is relationships, right? You, you've got to notice things about people. This is business relationships too. This is like, there's a reason they exist. Like, have you mm -hmm. noticed? Have you taken the time? And if you don't know yet, are you asking the questions so that you, you can notice? And then, and then, 
I love the joining together of people. Hey, have you met this person? That's such a, that's such a great way that, I mean, Nate, I've been the guy that, that stands there and uh, talks to the one or two people until it dies down, then feels awkward, then gets another drink that looks like an alcoholic beverage. Just like, <laughs> like it's like, I've done, I've been that guy. Yeah. I think we all have. Yeah. Yeah. I move so slowly. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that is, that is so, so, so good. So would you like, in terms of the way that you, you do business, um, how much, like, I guess how much, how much is translated from that? I think it's, it's hard to say like how much is like, have you had any big like life events or changes that have come to you from that, that, that were mind blowing that you, you're like, I couldn't have put this together, but here it is. This is from yeah. that. Yeah, the, definitely. Like the people um, I've been introduced to, it's usually like, I use the word super connect because everybody's usually pretty good about connecting other people for the most part, but the super connectors are just like these, these hubs that every, everybody knows. Like, like if somebody says, Hey, I need you to meet, so-and-so you'd really get along with them and they're like of course i already know that person they are amazing like that to me is like somebody that's a super connector and when you get introduced to somebody like that they just like for some the way they're they're different is even though they're connected to everybody they always make you feel like you're the only person that matters and they're like very bested in what they can do for you and so like all of a sudden they're connecting you with people that are just rock star talent that like you never would have had an introduction to ever in your life before and those those things just kind of like just like lift you up and sometimes it's not just you know a transactional relationship it's just they're just people that warm your heart warm your soul and make you want to be a better version of yourself you go hey you know i'm i'm kind of you know, I'm, I'm with a, with a, a higher level crowd that I wanted to be with. Like I got to, I got to step my game up. And so like you go up with them and that just, it doesn't like, you, you can't always just go back and look, Hey, that, that one thing pinpointed to this thing. It's just kind of like everything is everything. And a little bit here just makes so much difference in the world later. And then, you know, the, the people I've met, from these people, I've able to be able to connect some people I know to those same people or people within their network and it grows. And I haven't necessarily seen the the full outcomes of those connections and relationships, but you know that they happen. They I know that they matter in the long run. That's so cool. Like here we are in the middle of this COVID-19 stuff, right? You're we're 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 stuck in these individual rooms. We're in our own little cell blocks, right? Mm-hmm what changes let's just so the sun comes out tomorrow what changes is do people like like flock more towards uh you know towards meeting because we we need to be able to get around other people are we are there things that are going to be we're going to be mindful of are do these things take a different form like what do you see i see it being um drastically different i see people um There'll be people that think, hey, you know, I, I sat at home for a bunch of weeks and I didn't do anything and then the 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 bands were lifted and I went back to work and everything's gonna be the same. And and that's not gonna happen. There's been this um waterfall uh, event where people just adopted um being on Zoom calls in a really quick, really short period of time. And I'm not just talking like a lot of people did FaceTime, a lot of people did Zoom and probably um, millennials and and Gen Zs or whatever, they probably were more used to it. But I'm talking like people like baby boomers and Gen Xs who have just like, okay, we're on it. It's a lot more convenient. I'm starting to see the power of being able to use more things. So it's going to drastically shift the way people do business where they work what their opportunities are. And so, you know, I don't know the answers, but I just know it's going to be a lot, lot different. And there's so much more as people are adopting this, like, Hey, I don't always have to do things in person. I can do it digitally. Mm-hmm. Now, if you go, Hey, I got a, I got a yoga studio and I had a hundred members and um, you know, we did a few classes a day and I got a 150 bucks a membership. Well, let's say you decide like, all I need to do is add a zoom camera. I can, I can build an online following of a thousand people for 15 bucks a month, have my in-person have this here digitally, the digital people, they want to come to, to the Mecca and visit the, the, 
the place where where right. they follow you and know who you are from. And then the people that are in class go, Hey, I get my town traveling. Like I can visit the classes digitally. Like everything is everything it grows that up. So with just a slight tweak in your business, you could double your revenues. And I think that that's just one example of where it's going to go. So there's people out here that are experimenting with it. They probably don't even know they're experimenting with it by doing some of these virtual classes just to kind of keep the time moving and not feel like they're sitting at home doing nothing. But when this all lifts, they're going to be um, miles ahead of people that didn't do anything. And there's just going to be this, like, you, you look at where people were in 2007, 2008, 2009, the iPhone had just came out. You, you knew somebody that had an iPhone, but not everybody had one. Right. Now everybody has some sort of smartphone where everything's all in one on their thing. And you go, in that short period of 10 years, your life has changed dramatically. This is what's going to happen again, but in like three to five years is you're going to look back and go, oh my God, like, could you believe how we used to do things before COVID-19? Like, and here we are today, like there's going to be a massive shift. And then some people are going to adopt it, jump on, and they're going to see a lot of um, opportunities. And then there's people that'll kind of wish that they had started sooner. And, and that's me as like, I'm not going to be that person that wished like I had done something. Well, that's why I'm like, Hey, all in, we have some time at home. I'm not commuting. Let's fill that time with, with more things that we could be doing because I don't know what the outcome is, but I know doing something's better than doing nothing. So let's just see where it goes. Come on, man. And I'm not saying that everything's a solution for everyone, but I think more people should be starting podcasts right now because mm -hmm. I like, for me, I like all of the stuff you've been talking about, like it, it provides like me and you were just now at a cocktail party. Yeah. And uh, you know, mixer, whatever. And maybe there were other people walking around, but whatever. I just connected with one person really, really well, right? For 40 mm -hmm. Do you see that same thing also with, with podcasting? Do you think others should should get involved? What what do you I think for sure because it can lead you down a path of of something that you're very passionate about and very interested in and meet people that are very like-minded in that sense. So you might not have had that interest too. Like the podcast way is like, it's very welcoming. Like if you're on, <laughs> if you're on Instagram and you like somebody that's got some followers, like say they got a, a million followers, they only follow like a thousand back and you're like, I really like this thing that they're interested in, but it's very one-sided. It's very like they, they're doing stuff to get attention, but they're not giving the attention back to, to right. everybody in their group because they have too many people. The podcasting thing becomes more one-on-one. -on -one. And if, if, if you're in this podcast space, you reach out, Hey, I got a podcast too. People are like, Oh, cool. You're like, you want to, you want to be on my show? We'll like do switch offs and this and that, or I'll introduce you to somebody else, get you on your show. Like it's very personable. And then you start kind of, as you get nichier. So like, if you're like really into like underwater photography, you might, get plugged into photography that you might get plugged into underwater photography. Then all of a sudden, like you might get connected to like three of the best people that are in that space that live clear across the world that there's no way you would have met otherwise. And now they're your friends. And then, and then that could lead to, you know, you know, getting together for underwater photography meetup sessions that happen in real life. So the possibilities are endless and it's going to really shrink the world a lot of who you can meet with and who you can share ideas with. I love it, man. No, this is, this is good. I, I, like the reality is, is that, you know, something like COVID comes along and you, you adapt, right? Um, sometimes we get, we get comfortable or maybe we don't exercise options that we, we could have or even should have because we're comfortable. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, that changes. And, and, and the reality is, is that the, the need for human connection is never, ever going to go away. It's going to change, right? There's no question. Um, you know, if you do large meetings or like there's something that's going to change. I don't know if it's the handshaking. I don't like it becomes a fist bump or an elbow, but I don't, I don't know. So I don't know what those things are, you know, in terms of that. But I, I know that if you can, if you can learn to communicate, learn to connect, there's no question that you're going to be able to, you're going to be able to lead better. If you're a leader, you're going to be able to sell better if you're in sales, because you said it earlier, man, um, we're all on a journey. And none of us are going there alone. We all need help getting to where we're going. And you made me think of, um, for all the little video game geeks out there, uh, the, the old uh, Link Legends of Zelda game, he, there was right. 
<laughs> there was always a thing where it said, it's dangerous to go alone. Here, take this. And so, they, that's yeah. what, and so I'm hearing you say, hey, it's, it's dangerous to be alone, man. You know, take, take this. It's been super cool. I, I've loved the, um, it's, it's very, very um, unique and helpful. Do us, do us this favor, uh, Nate. First off, tell us where we can find your podcast. Tell us where we can find you. Tell us how we can connect with you. And then on the way out, man, if you can, if you can just give us one solid shot in the arm of something everyone should be doing to connect better right now in the midst of this mess, and then we'll say goodbye. All right. So uh, easiest place to find me is natepeo.com. That's N-A-T-E, P as in Paul, E as in Echo, O as in orange.com. Um, from there, it's connect you to any of the social media links and my podcast is, is there and I can take you to iTunes from there too to download it. Um, that's the central spot. Um, what I would leave you with is this, is networking is something that you should be doing often and early in your career. And also the, the rules of the game, they're not even really rules, but just the, the things that work in real life, they work online digitally too. It's, it's the same thing. When you try to have a different approach to somebody digitally, you don't walk into a networking party and scream, hey, I do this, this, and this. So don't do that on, on social media. Just be yourself, be authentic, and try to get people talking about themselves because people yes. like chatting about themselves. And just worry about making a friendship first. And those things will take off and they'll go somewhere. So don't worry about connections, followers, do what you like, be authentic and reach out and be, be, you know, personable with people. Nate, thanks for crushing it today, my man. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for joining us on the Sell Anywhere podcast, where we believe if you can sell anywhere, you can sell everywhere. And your talent is not limited to your zip code. Listen, this is not a one-way street. I want to hear from you. I want to hear from you uh, on your ratings. Write me on iTunes or Stitcher or whatever you listen to us on. That helps me immensely. Do that now. But also reach out. Find us on sellanywhere.com and you can interact with us there on LinkedIn, on so many different places. I want to hear from you. What are your struggles? Who do you want on the show? What are things that you feel like I could help you to solve? I love you so much that I'm doing whatever I can to give value so that I can spend the rest of my life with you. So let me know what I could be doing to help you in your journey. 